Hello, hello, hola, and what's up? Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode 15. So if this is the first time you are listening to the Hope Chase podcast, thank you so much and welcome. I am Angie and I was a heroin addict for almost 20 years, from the age of 23 to about 40. And today I live on a tropical island in Mexico (laughs) with a perfect puppy child named India. And life is dramatically fucking different than it used to be. I've done a lot of work and healing on myself for the past couple of years. And now I have a podcast. (laughs) Every week I drop an episode, new episodes on Tuesdays, and we talk all about it. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up. Because for the next half an hour or so, I'm going to be talking about a couple different things. I want to get into something that's been annoying me. <laughs> what else is it do? And what people say healing and recovery quote unquote should look like kind of annoys me. So I'm going to get into that. And also, I'm going to talk more about aloneness. Something that I've probably talked about a little bit too much on this podcast already. But I'm going to offer a different perspective. I'm going to tell you how I have gotten to this place where I completely and utterly enjoy being alone and I would choose it over anything else. So today's question, are you somebody who enjoys your alone time? Can you be alone? Can you be in a room alone without anybody else and really enjoy that time? Or are you someone who tends to get anxious when you're alone? Do you tend to overthink a ton of things when you're alone? Do you have a hard time relaxing when you are alone? Let's talk about it. So happy Sunday, you guys. Today is Sunday, and I hope you're having an amazing day and a fabulous weekend. I am actually having a great day today. I woke up this morning to Indy ever so gently licking my face. <laughs> the way she wakes me up in the mornings are it's just so cute. And had my coffee, did some laundry, washed my sheets, washed my purse and some other bags that I use all the time. Made some oatmeal banana cookies. <laughs> just having a great day. And I was thinking to myself in how grateful I am that I enjoy spending time with myself. And I thought about how most people have such a difficult time with that, including myself. I used to have such a difficult time relaxing by myself. So I want to kind of get into that today, but I just wanted to check in with you, say hi, and I'll shut up now. So let's get into the podcast. Are you one of those people that when you're online, you tend to follow a lot of healing or recovery content on social medias, TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, where they post, you know, inspirational content and things from a variety of different content creators? I do. I mean, I used to be all over it and I still follow that content today. And, you know, TikTok content is in a lane of its own, completely different to Instagram. But I used to really like to follow that content. I used to resonate with the sayings that were posted, the memes that were posted. But recently, it's become 
much more annoying <laughs> to me because not only can I not really follow it so much anymore, <laughs> it just doesn't ring true for me. Specifically on TikTok, the healing side of TikTok, the recovery side of TikTok is just annoying. And one of the things that annoys me the most is the way this content in the healing side of any social media really kind of sends a message as to what healing and recovery should quote unquote look like. Let's say timing, for instance more specifically, how long it should, should quote unquote, take you to heal from X, how long it should take you to recover from X or things along those lines. It's just incredibly annoying to me. And I really think it feeds into the toxicity that is within this community itself. I mean, let's be honest, everybody's fucking different. And you would think that everybody fucking knows that because it's just common sense. The message that kind of comes across is the timing of it all, as if it should, quote unquote, be taking you X amount of time to heal, to recover, to manifest. Now, I journal, meditate, I manifest all of the above, do all of the things to help this process along as do tons and tons of other people. But what I don't like about it is the fact that a lot of times you see people talking about timing, like, oh, if it's taking you this amount of time, it is too long, or this amount of time, it should be taking you that amount of time to heal from this or to manifest this or journal about it or meditate about it for this amount of time and you'll be good. It's just this toxic messaging that I just can't stand anymore. Number one, you don't know what people are healing from. You don't know if someone's, not to say anything is worse or better to heal from. I'm just saying I was a heroin addict for almost 20 fucking years. That's a long fucking time. That is a pretty deep hole to crawl myself out of, right? It's going to take a good amount of time to even break even with that. Never mind see some results or see some growth, right? It can be incredibly toxic to get these messages online as if two months is all I need to do to journal or two months is all I need to do to meditate or two months is all I need to do to manifest in order to get my goals achieved or in order to get what I want to get out of life. And it's just ridiculous to me. And I used to see this and I, to be honest, I used to almost beat myself up about it, thinking I'm doing something wrong because I hadn't achieved X, Y, or Z by a certain amount of time. If I'm feeling like that, I can only imagine other people are feeling like that. And it's just common sense. Everybody's fucking different, right? It's just sending the wrong fucking messages to everybody who's trying to just better their lives. It's just become so evident to me how completely toxic it is within these communities. You are different. Nobody is the same as you. There is only one you. 
And the amount of time that it takes you to heal, the amount of time that it takes you to achieve whatever the fuck you want to achieve in life is going to happen in the right time. You are exactly where you're supposed to be at any given time. And you have no control over that. So there is no amount of meditating, journaling. There is no amount of things that you can do to speed up the healing that needs to be done. So I just wanted to get that message across. And it's not a bad thing. I used to think it was a bad thing. Like, why are certain things kind of taking so long? Or why haven't I progressed as much as I thought I would in this amount of time? But it all comes in time. And questioning and self-doubting and all of that is just hindering the process. Do not worry. Just keep doing whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Don't worry about anybody else. Whatever you're seeing on social media, nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about, including me sometimes. <laughs> but this is fact. Everybody is fucking different. And it has taken me years. Let's see, 2019, 2021, 20, 22, 23, four years since I stopped using. And I'm still nowhere. <laughs> Still haven't achieved all I've wanted to achieve. So all these people online and social media talking about months or weeks, it's all bullshit. So just remember, everything happens in the right timing. And you're exactly where you're supposed to fucking be at all times. Aloneness. Spending time alone. And as I was thinking about this the other day, I realized that most people have a difficult time with that. And I did too. We oftentimes see people who spend most of their time alone and we come to different assumptions. What do we assume about those people? They must be crazy. They must be depressed. They must be lonely. Back to the question from the beginning of the episode. Are you one of those people that has a hard time relaxing by yourself, with yourself, when you're alone? Are you someone who needs to stay busy all the time when you're by yourself? Are you someone who can't just relax by yourself? Are you someone who can't be alone within four walls? Are you someone whose mind doesn't shut up, who just can't sit still when you're by yourself? Now, mind you, I am still the person who is standing up as I record this episode. Now, I've done an episode on hyper-independence, and I've also talked about in another episode how I've always been a loner. But there's a distinction. There's a difference between being a loner and doing everything myself and while I've been used to that, used to physically being alone for the majority of my life, I've never been comfortable with spending time with myself. I was never comfortable relaxing. I could never relax home alone. In fact, I would do anything and everything to leave my house and not spend time just solely with myself. I used to hate spending time at home alone. I could never do it. I could never truly relax by myself. I could never enjoy spending time home alone. I always was 
go, go, go. When I was using, I was always hustling. I spent most of my day in my car, driving around. Even if I had absolutely nothing to do, I would make it a point to leave my house, no matter what. I would usually get in my car, drive to Starbucks, and just sit in my car for hours. <laughs> and then go cop some dope, go home, get high, go to sleep, wake up, do the whole same thing the next day. I used to hate being home. It might just be an understatement to say that things have dramatically changed when I talk about being able to spend time with myself. And as a result of all this work and healing I've been doing on myself for the past couple of years, today I enjoy being alone. I enjoy spending time with myself. 100% of my time is spent with myself, with my dog, and I am so fucking grateful that I can do that because I realize a lot of people just can't do that, spend time with themselves, alone in a room, for instance. And the other day I was thinking about a couple of conversations that I had with people a long time ago. In thinking about this, I remembered where one person literally said to me when, you know, in response to me saying, oh, it's just, you know, I don't go out anymore. It's just me and my dog. This person was like, well, what do you do? <laughs> like, what do you do for fun? And in another instance, somebody just flat out, this person just didn't believe me, <laughs> right? She was just like, oh, come on, Ange, you know, it's just you. Like, you don't see anybody, like you never go out. I'm thinking about this going, why is it so hard to believe? Like, is it really that hard to believe that someone can really enjoy spending time alone? I mean, really. Another response I used to hear a lot is, oh, I would go crazy. Oh, I would go crazy if I never went out. Oh, I would go crazy if I was alone all the time. <laughs> now looking back on all the times I did hear a response like that, I kind of wish I replied with, you know, maybe that's not the healthiest thing. Maybe you should look into that. Maybe that's a big, huge sign indicator that you need to do a little work on yourself if you can't spend time by yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. Everything happens for a reason. There is a lesson in everything. No matter what you're going through, there is a reason for it. And I've discussed in the past how the beginning, very, very beginning of this journey for me, I had completely lost my desire to do anything, to leave my house, to go out where I used to, you know, the first couple of years I lived in Mexico and I was selling drugs, I would be out all the time, surrounded by people. And that changed very drastically when quarantine hit and we were all forced to spend time alone, right? But with the depression of my parents dying and all the nonsense of life at the time, I lost the desire to do anything, to see anybody, to leave my house, to go out. I really kind of beat myself up about it. And I always, always thought that just one day I was going to wake up and snap out of it and go back to being incredibly social again. And what I soon realized, well, not soon, <laughs> what I realized eventually months and months later was that I was being put 
alone. I was being put in a situation where I had to deal with myself in the aloneness and I had to deal with everything that came up. I was put in a position where I lost the desire to see anybody and do anything because I needed to be alone. For whatever reason, I needed to be alone and I needed to learn how to deal and I needed to deal with the things that I was putting off dealing with. And in order to do that, I needed to be alone. And then as I started to heal and I started to grow and I started to feel a difference within myself, I wanted to spend my time at home. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to socialize. And I was fine with that. And so I realized I wasn't going to wake up one day and just snap out of it. I realized that maybe this was the way I truly am. And in fact, it really is the way I truly am because this is how I've always been my entire fucking life. For some reason, for some reason, I had programmed myself into thinking that I was this socializing out all the time, this person who likes to be around a lot of people all the time, when in fact, I'm really not like that at all. I'm more of an introvert. I like spending time at home. I am a homebody. And it took this happening for me to realize that. Now, it took a lot of time, but I finally realized that the reason behind me not wanting to do anything, my desire to do nothing, not wanting to leave the house, the reason for that was so that I could find things that I enjoyed doing. It gave me the time to myself so that I could try different things, so that I could find things that gave me joy. I didn't have anything that I actually enjoyed doing. Like, I didn't have any hobbies. I mean, I spent 20 years of my life addicted to heroin. There was really nothing. There was no time to enjoy anything else. It was in that time that I figured out that I love to cook. I love to cook, apparently. And it took a long fucking time to realize that. I was, what, 41, 42 when I realized that. I don't know. How old am I? 43? <laughs> I forget how old I am all the time. And this is just more evidence for me proving that there is a fucking reason behind everything, right? I had no idea why I didn't want to do anything. And I often beat myself up over it. But when I look back on it now, I am so grateful that I didn't want to do anything because it took me not wanting to do anything or not wanting to leave my house to figure out the things that I enjoy doing today. So when people look at me, when they look at my life and they realize that I don't go out, I spend most of my time, all of my time with myself and my puppy child, <laughs> a lot of people, the general consensus is usually like, what is she doing? <laughs> what does she do? Like that person said to me a long time ago, well, what do you do? Right? What do you, what do, you do for fun? And that other person really not even believing me when I said I spend all my time alone. You must be crazy if you spend all your time alone. I mean, who does that? <laughs> I'm wondering why is it so hard to believe that someone can fully enjoy 
spending time alone. Why is that so hard to believe? Why do most people think that you're crazy if you want to spend all of your time alone? Most people will probably, I know this because I can feel this. Most people think this about me and I know what they're thinking. <laughs> Before you say, how do you know? I know. I can feel it. I know what people are thinking. They think I'm crazy. They think I'm lonely. Oh, she must be so lonely. Or what does she do? What, what does she do? She doesn't go out. She spends all of her time by herself. She doesn't have any friends. What, what does she do? <laughs> right? In fact, we're not crazy. I'm not crazy. You know when you see someone spending their time with themselves all the time, you know that that person is healthy inside. You know that that person is spiritually grounded. You know that that person is healing. You know that person is just healthy and strong. It takes so much more strength to enjoy spending time with yourself alone than it does to surround yourself with a million people, a million strangers. People who are less likely to believe that it's true that someone can enjoy spending time with themselves. Those people are generally the people who need the most healing <laughs> because those are the people who generally avoid spending their time with themselves at all costs. Those are usually the people who cannot spend time alone in a room. So what I am saying, my point in all of this is that there was a reason behind my desire to not do anything. The reason for me feeling that way was to figure out the things that I enjoy, the things that I enjoy doing while being alone, the things that keep me sane so I'm not driving myself crazy, my thoughts going a mile a minute while I'm spending time alone. It was me not feeling like doing anything, I couldn't leave my house, that actually brought me to figuring out things that I enjoy doing. So that's it. That's all. That's all I have to say about this shit for today. I hope it made sense. <laughs> I hope you could follow what I was saying. I wonder how many times I said the word annoying and I wonder how many times I said the word alone. I wonder if I should go back and count. And with that, from me and my perfect puppy child, India, we thank you so much for spending your time with me. I am truly, truly appreciative and so very grateful to each and every one of you who choose to spend time with me every week and to listen to the hope chase podcast so thank you thank you so much and don't forget to follow along from whatever platform you are listening from and please leave a rating and a review from whatever platform you are listening from to help me get noticed by the bigger platforms out there don't forget to follow along on social media as well at the Hope Chase Pod on both TikTok and Instagram. And 
this is never ending with social media. On YouTube as well, I am working on my YouTube channel. The Hope Chase is what the channel is called on YouTube, so check that out. And also, you can now help support the Hope Chase podcast. There is a monetary donation that can be made. You can find it from the podcast on Spotify. You can find it in the notes, I do believe, on each and every platform. And I think that's all for social media. So once again, thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. This is the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie. Welcome to the shit show. See you next time.